We're live, pal. Welcome yeah. to Go for the Pin, Go for the Pin Wrestling Review Show. With your boys, Mikey Q. King Z, aka Ember Moon Knight, aka Michelle McCool Running, aka Summer Ray Charles, Mikey Q, and King V. King V, what's going on, homie? Give your energy and feed that vibe into the world. Mike, you still owe me a chopped cheese. I mean, hey, Mike. We're live, pal. Welcome to Go for the Pen, episode 81, with your boys, Mikey Q and King V, aka Sensational Sherry Shepherd. And I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. V. <laughs> that one made me laugh. Oh. Ray's in the building. What's going on, Ray? <laughs> anyway, we're live um, yeah. to cover a wrestling. But we also have a very, very special guest in the building. You guys asked for him, okay? I listened to the people, V. That's all I did. I listened to the people. Unlike, you know, other places. <laughs> well, the people have spoken, okay? Yeah. Um, and they said, oh, yeah, how could I forget? Jonathan's in the building. Let's get it two years and running strong. Yes, happy anniversary to Go For The Pen show. Um, yeah. And thank you all for being such great supporters of the show. We really appreciate all of you guys. Um, now, like I was saying, we have a very special guest in the building today. You guys asked for him, and we did it. We made it happen. I went, I went to extreme lengths to make this happen, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I practically had to beg and plead for this to happen here tonight. Sell it. Okay? Guys, I have my legendary father in the building. Mr. Bellamy is in the building. Yeah. <laughs> show, Dad. Thank you. Of course, of course, of course. Now, <laughs> yes, Jonathan, I made it happen. I made it happen, Knuckles. You asked for him. He's here. <laughs> do we look alike? We do look alike. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Um, and it's on our uh, anniversary. Thank you show. for having me. Of course, thank you for being here. Um, now let's just start right off. <laughs> Jonathan says yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, let's start right off. Uh, what got you into wrestling? What is your earliest memory of professional wrestling? Uh, uh, being in my grandmother's house in Queens at about. Nine years old and watching WWE on Channel 9 at 9 o'clock. <laughs> that, that's UPN now. Well, it was UPN. It was I don't UPN even know. at the I time. Know no, at the time. My 9, I think. It's, it, I think that's what it's called. My 9 here in New York. Well, at that time, it was just a local channel. Okay. They didn't start becoming this network until um around the late 80s. Okay. Uh, but before then, they was just a local channel. And that was it. In fact, WWE was on Channel 9, Channel 11... And Channel 5 on uh, the weekends, okay, uh, in the afternoon, okay. And they was all local stations. And if you was in the South at that time, WWE wasn't big because you couldn't find them on too many stations. Because it was like the territory day still, right? Yes. Okay. So what gravitated like how what gravitated you towards wrestling? Like what did uh, you see that was like, oh, this is what I like? Uh actually it was Ivan Pusky and Tony Guerrero. 
Okay. And Gorilla Mussoon, um, Pat Patterson. Okay. Uh, Bruno Sammartino. Those uh, people brought me into wrestling. It was just something about it that I liked. Okay. All right. You, uh, Bruno San Martino. Uh, very interesting because Bruno, you know, had a, a rocky relationship with Mr. McMahon after a certain point. Um, was that Bonji in the, in the, in the chat there? Bonji says, uh, NWA and all of them. I remember, I remember them days. That's when my brother was watching. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, v. NWA. Well, when I started, Watching NWA was later on. Um, this was in, I would say, the late 70s, early 80s, when it started to be here on in the New York uh, market. Okay. And actually, that's when I became a wrestling fan because I moved away at a point from WWE programming. Okay. Because it was more true wrestling in the NWA. Um, Florida wrestling. Okay. And Florida wrestling had Blackjack Mulligan, I saw Barry Windham when he first started, and he started in Florida wrestling. And this is not the WWE Florida wrestling, okay, but this was Florida wrestling. Yeah, not to be confused with uh, FCW. Right. Okay. (laughs) Tagging legends, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to hog the whole uh, conversation. I, I mean, it's your pops. <laughs> I can talk to them all the time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the people we have these conversations all the time. Okay. Um, when did you notice that Mike was into wrestling? Mm, I noticed when he was about. 11 Okay Uh Michael Really I would like To say That his grandmother And Me Got him into it because He used to watch a lot of wrestling With us Okay, the only thing I didn't have him watching was uh, ECW at the time, because <laughs> ECW was not PG. <laughs> well, to be fair, neither was the WWE yeah. at the time. So no, AC <laughs> the original ECW was worse. No, no, no denying. I'm <laughs> no denying that it, it wasn't WWE, but. WWE at the time was not PG either. I mean, WWE was, you know, was was crazy back then. Um, and that is actually one of the reasons my mother did not want me watching wrestling. That's another reason why I, I didn't watch. I, I didn't watch wrestling all the time because my mom didn't want me watching wrestling. So that's why I tell on on this podcast and you know to anybody that will listen. Uh, <laughs> I actually missed most of the Attitude Era because my mom didn't want me watching it. My father and my grandmother was always huge fans, right? My grandmother used to love The Undertaker. Um, that, that was, you know, and The Rock and all of those guys. But, um, yeah, uh, my mom did not want me watching it. <laughs> but eventually, you know, she knew that I, that I loved it and she would watch it with me. But um, she didn't want me to watch it. And she used to love The Rock. But who didn't love The Rock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, so, um, but yeah. All right. Hold on. Uh... V, you can read it. All right. What is your fondest mem- memory? Because I can read 
of Mike marking out while you guys uh, will watch a pay per view or a premium live live event. I mark out all the time. But God, I'm a yeah, that's really true. He does uh, mark out all the time. Okay, I mean, recently it was about Oscar's return, and that was in a pay per view. <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> I love wrestling. You know, like I, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, WWE was more PG, borderline <laughs> R-rated. Um, yeah. OG uh, ECW was worse. Yes, that's what I'm saying. WWE back in the day was crazy. Like, um, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Mark, Mike marks a lot. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, okay. So you said you kind of moved away from WWE. Um, I, that happened a couple of times, right? You were more of a WCW fan, I believe, during the Attitude Era. And then once TNA was um, invented, uh, you started watching more TNA. So and you, bring them on the two. Well, that came along a lot later, but and you see, you forget. Well, you wasn't even around then. That I. Like I said, I was split uh, between WWE, NWA, you know, uh, between those two at one time. And the same thing with WCW and uh, TNA. Okay. Um that's well this has nothing to do with what you said but uh that's the problem where when WWE say they are the women's revolution and everything okay that's only because they the biggest platform but TNA was doing women's wrestling and way back, okay, when they got Kong, Gail Kim, okay, um, Jackie, okay, their women's wrestling was far superior to WWE. At one point, and also they uh, they had an all women's pay per view way before WWE had uh, what was it Evolution? Evolution yeah. yeah, way before they had Evolution, they had a uh, pay per view, which at the time I remember for that time it did uh, a lot of buys. Okay, so WWE is not the first company. They actually behind the times. That's true. This is very true. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, go ahead, V. No, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, I mean, WWE's always been behind the times, but because they are the biggest platform, it... uh. You know, it looks like they're doing something new when they're really not. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the WWE has always stolen gimmicks from smaller promotions. Okay. A lot of smaller promotions, they have took their gimmicks. And because they are a big platform... Okay, they do have the money. It seems like they originated it. Okay. Um, it's less just face paint and all of that originated really in NWA, the Road Warriors. Okay. But WWE was global. Yeah. 
So now when they saw this was working, what did they do? They put together a team with face paint and similar to the Road Warriors. Axe and Smash. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Demolition, right? Demolition. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Demolition eventually came into their own. Don't get me wrong. But their beginnings was from the Road Warriors, and they didn't have the Road Warriors at the time. The Road Warriors was an NWA creation. Um, Ray asks, how many times did you hear, get them, boys, slap them when you watch wrestling with your grandmother, Mike? No, my grandmother was a little bit more vulgar than that, so I, I actually can't repeat some of the things that my grandmother <laughs> yeah. used to say to, to, uh, to the television while she would watch wrestling. Um, yeah, Ray says his grandmother would get up in the face... Uh, uh wait get up with the face wrestlers um uh, okay start moving around with the wrestlers and everything yeah my grandmother was animated like that too um we yeah that. um wardlow and the barbarian yeah yeah um okay uh let, let's let's get into some of the stuff that's going on today i mean um so who is your favorite wrestler right now in the business doesn't matter what company they're in Mm. Who's my favorite? Um, I don't have. I have favorites. Okay, so okay. some of your favorites. Um, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega, uh. John Moxley. <laughs> Please don't uh, say Roman. We we ain't forget. We're gonna have you on to to debate um this this Roman thing. I I need to know. I need to know this issue. But um uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, Roman wasn't my favorite. He became my favorite when he became the tribal chief. Because I think that's what always Roman should have been. And Vince McMahon was trying to push this baby face uh, superhero. And it just wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of superheroes, uh, right, that was pushed. How do you... <laughs> <laughs> Bonji. Um here's a, a hot take. How do you feel about Terry Bollea, aka Hulk Hogan? Oh. 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 I <laughs> Do you really want me to say? Yes. <laughs> okay. First of all. I'm going back. Now I'm going back to the years. Let's do it. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Get our sponsors ready. <laughs> First of all, okay. Uh, Hogan, the only reason he became big was on name. Because he was in a Rocky movie. And that's what Vince wanted. Someone who had a name already. Okay. Uh, he had to look. But as a wrestler. Okay. Uh, his ability. He was in the a uh, AWA. He never beat Nick Bockwinkle for the title. Okay. Uh, Hogan was a loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, because Vince decided he wanted Hogan to be, uh, you know, the champion. 
uh, he did a Bret Hart on Bob Backlund. Explain that for for the for the younger people that may Ooh. not know what you talk, yep. what you're talking about with the Montreal, uh, you know, what's it? Uh, who who yeah, did you say? Yeah, just screwed up with um. Oh God, Bret Hart. No, yeah. no, the oh. the first one. No, the, uh, the first one. Bob Backlund is who you talking about. Yeah, Bob, oh, Bob, Bob Backlund. Um, Bonji okay. agrees with you. Says facts, and Jonathan says this man speaks the truth. This is my dad, guys. But yeah, okay. please continue. Uh, first of all, I was at Madison Square Garden. Okay, I saw it live. Uh, they wanted Bob Backlund out. Okay, the Sheik was sent there to do the job. The Iron Sheik. Uh. He got, uh, what was that, his move? He got backlin in and Camel Clutch. Anu Skolin, who was Backlund's manager, threw in the towel on Backlund. Backlund never tapped. He never gave up or anything. He just threw in the towel. And the Iron Sheik was the champion. Okay. And later on that week, they was on Channel 5, okay, uh, around uh, 11, 12 o'clock. And what happened was Backlund came on and he was saying how dirty the WWE was, how dirty Arnold Skolin was because he, uh, he thought he was his friend, and what they did to him. And then you never saw Backlund again after that, okay, because Vince McMahon was doing uh, the interviewing at the time. And at the time, nobody knew Vince McMahon was also the owner of the company. So Backlund was crying about that. And a little side note, uh, Don Morocco came in because that same event was the event when uh, Snooker took his famous dive off the cage. And you actually saw him break Don Morocco's ribs. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, that's how Bob Backlund winded up getting screwed. Like Bret Hart. Okay. And Vince has did this. They talk about the Montreal job. But Vince, I know, have did it on Bob Backlund. He has did it to Wendy Rector. Okay. Nobody talks about those. I think because but, it was so uh, uh, so long ago that and they didn't have the, you know, the internet and all this other stuff back then that a lot of people don't know that that happened because, um, or if they know, it's not something that's that's talked about. The Wendy Rector one, I believe, was actually discussed on Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of things about the fabulous movie that I won't say because your dad's here. <laughs> uh, well, you can say it because uh, I say the same thing. <laughs> Moolah, oh, Moolah, just just say she was something, okay? And yeah. she was about the money, <laughs> okay. She was about to move up. <laughs> yeah. And, and whatever dirty thing she had to do, Moolah would do. So, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. Go oh. But what was the original question? <laughs> well, I'd asked you about Hogan, but... Uh, it, it, oh, it, Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, here comes Hogan. His first match was a champ uh I think it was his first or second match was a championship match against the Sheik where he did his whole thing with 
getting beat down by the sheep, hulking up, okay, the big boot, the leg drop, and he wins the match. And he stays champion. And the only reason... For like five years or something, right? It was crazy. The only reason Hogan was champion is because Vince wanted him. He had the popularity. And also, Vince at that time, excuse me, was going, going more global. Okay. And he was going for a uh, a more kids market. Okay, he wanted to sell action figures and the merchandising because that's where the money was. And it's like everyone says, and that's where I started to move away from WWE. Not wrestling, but WWE because of Hogan. Because now it became it became too ridiculous for me as a fan, as a hardcore fan. In fact, it became a joke um, where Hogan gets beat down, okay, and then he hoaxes up. Does the big boot, delay drop, and the match is over. Now, I I can't recall any classic or near classic matches that Hogan has had. I think the closest. I think of one. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, V. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Go ahead, V. Him and Sean. <laughs> well, that's because yeah. Sean went out there and, you know, did Sean. <laughs> you know? um, I got to tell you something. Okay, everybody gathered on Sean for doing what he did. You know, We're talking about SummerSlam 05, I believe. Yeah. Everyone gathered on Sean. Okay. Uh, Hogan didn't want to do business. Okay, and then they wanted him to basically lay down for Hogan. So, you know, he he has wrestled The Undertaker. He has wrestled good matches. Now he's going to take uh, a big boot and a lay drop. I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. Yeah, the the original plan was supposed to be, I think they were supposed to do three matches, okay, and then it was down to two, and then it was just, no, brother, we're just going to do the one. Um, But guess what? I'm not going to come to Raw to help you promote this. You're on your own, brother. And, you know, um, they would go to Sean with these ideas. Well, Sean would go to to Hulk with these ideas, and Hulk would say, that's not going to work for me, brother. You know, um, so it just it Hogan didn't want to do business, you know, and just like he said, and um, that's why Sean did what Sean did. Uh, let me see, just I want to cover um, Bonji's comment. I was wondering when Backlund went. I just want to be clear on Backlund. Backlund did come back to the WWE after that, it wasn't like he, yeah, you know, he came back in the 90s. That happened in the 80s, I think he came back in the 90s. He actually won the championship, then he beat Diesel. For the championship or something like that, um, in the nineties, uh, once and then he dropped it back. I think like, like as soon as he won it. Uh, but Mike, yeah. not to interrupt you, but everybody winds up coming to the WWE. If not for anything, they come back for the money. Yeah, because the WWE is where the money's at. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Ray said Vince could have hired me if he wanted to sell action figures. <laughs> uh, that's what Ray said. Um, <laughs> Jonathan has the famous Paul Heyman line and said the only reason that Hogan was champion was because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> Very funny when, when Paul was uh, shooting on yes. uh, JBL. 
because he said the only reason that JBL was champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Of course, alluding to Triple H, uh, alluding to SmackDown when it was recorded on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> Hulk, Hulk up equals Super Cena. I prefer Cena. Cena, um, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, Cena is a far better wrestler than Hogan ever was. Okay. Uh, whatever you got to say about Cena. You may... Cena did what popped the crowd. But Cena could wrestle. And if you look at Cena's early career, Cena was a wrestler. It wasn't until later he started popping the crowd because now he goes, you can't see me, but that's like a gimmick. That's like uh, Rock's People's Elbow, which they both, everybody knew that was a ridiculous move, but it was so terrible. The people's yeah. elbow is terrible. It's terrible, awful. terrible. You know, but it was entertaining. Right. Definitely okay. entertaining. Definitely uh, entertaining. Hogan, after a while, like I said, the Hogan up became a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ray said if Sean would have pulled out of the match, uh, Sean would have actually had a SummerSlam undefeated streak up until that point. Did not know that. Um, mm. um, Bonji said, yeah, I remember, but he did disappear for a while, uh, to your backland point. Um, oh, he beat Brett. Okay. Ba backland beat Brett. Not Diesel. Okay. Um, backland beat Brett when Owen threw in the towel. Diesel beat him at the house show in 17 seconds. That's what you was talking about earlier, John. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah. it now. Um, just trying to get through some of the comments. We appreciate everybody that watches and, and comments and supports. So we try to get through these comments. Uh, yeah, Cena was a true wrestler until after the Jericho rivalry. Yeah, well, the Jericho rivalry. It's funny because that's when they really started turning on him. Um, yeah, on Cena. a little. They it started a little bit at WrestleMania that year. Um, against was it was it Triple H? Was that the Triple H uh, Mania main event? It might have been Triple H. I feel like that. I think it was Triple H because then he faced Shawn Michaels the next year. The Triple H Mania match is where they started kind of turning on Cena a little bit. And in the Jericho match, they was like fully behind Jericho, but Jericho was leaving. So, you know. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. One other thing about Hogan. Yeah. What got Hogan over was also when he uh, lifted Andre. When he lifted Andre the Giant, okay, that really established Hogan. Okay, that's what got help. One of the things that helped to get him over. And that was at, um, was that at the first WrestleMania? WrestleMania 3. Yeah, or third. Either way, I watched him. <laughs> Okay, because I remember they didn't have pay-per-view. Uh, they didn't have streaming at this time. Uh, we had to go to the Felt Forum, which was part of Madison Square Garden. Okay, to see the match on the big screen. And I bought tickets, and I saw it. And I remember everybody was going, oh, wow, when the reaction in the place when Hogan picked up Andre, because this is, I think, the first time Andre has been lifted. Up until then, Andre was giant. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, uh, legend has it that I it, it has happened before. Yeah, legend yeah. Happened, has it that it happened before, but that was like the the big moment, you know. But it has, but legend has it that it actually did happen before. Um, but that was obviously yeah. the most notable, uh, right? You know, slam. Um, okay. 
that was shown worldwide. Right, right. You have any old school questions? Because I want to try to get on. Um, and guys, know. my dad has over 50 years of wrestling experience and watching wrestling. So yeah. Um, yeah. he has a lot of knowledge on uh, the wrestling business. Um, so, you know, I go to him for a lot. So, uh, yeah, you guys feel free to anything from, um, you know, that time period he was watching then, you know, so. Um, yeah, ECW, I was at an ECW, many ECW events. Okay, I was there. Um, and it was funny because a couple of years ago, when WrestleMania was here, we saw a Rhino. And remember, we asked, could we take a picture? And Rhino looked at me and says, yeah, I got to take a picture with this guy because <laughs> I didn't think he remembered me. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, Ray. More than 50 years of wrestling experience watching wrestling. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. Um, do you remember your first wrestling event that you went to? The first one I went to? I was about 16. And I think it was a match. I don't remember who was else was there. I remember Bruno Sammartino. And I went there because me and a couple of my friends, we got tickets to Madison Square Garden, and we went there. Um, and it was on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it was a house show. <laughs> That's all they did then. You know, so we went there, and that was it. My first match was round 16 at Madison Square Garden, and uh, and it had Bruno Sammartino. Little side note, speaking of Bruno, uh, I was there when he was having the championship match with the Baron. Okay. That's when... Huh? No, no, no. I was reading the comments. Oh. I'll read it. So, John asked, was there ever a moment you had to console the young Mikey Q while watching wrestling together? Remember, I wasn't that young when I first started watching it. So, but... um, Not that I remember. No. But <laughs> but what uh, I'm gonna say, I learned not to sit in the front <laughs> when I went to this match with uh, Bruno. Okay, um, the Baron actually bit the skin out of Bruno's head. And spit it. And it landed right in front of me. Uh Uh-oh. Go for the pin, everybody. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, Now I I don't see. I said, this man actually bit his head. Okay. Uh. It may be the finish, maybe, because even then I knew the finishes was pre-planned. But they went in there to really beat each other up in between. And he bit his head. And it was, I was leaving the garden, I remember, and me and my friend, uh, 
we walked by this ambulance. And it just so happened, we walked by. For some reason, we decided to look in the ambulance. And there was Bruno. Okay, of course we didn't ask him for an autograph. That wouldn't have been cool. Because he was sitting up in the ambulance. With, 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 Hold on, guys. Hold on. Um, well, we're having some technical difficulties, everybody. Uh, just, uh, give me a second and, um, we will, um, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. I am, um, gonna figure out what happened and, uh, yeah, and we will be back in a second. All right. What's good? You know, it's the hottest flame here, Kiara Hogan, and you're watching or listening to Go For The Pin, hosted by King V and Mike EQ. Go For The Pin gets to win each week with their weekly review show discussing all happenings in pro wrestling. Mike, you still owe me a chopped cheese. Thanks for the support. Hello, everybody. This is former WWE diva and former five-time champion Melina. <laughs> and I wanted to send a shout-out to Go For The Pin Wrestling Review Show. And I wanted to say hi to Mikey Q and King V. And thank you. Thank you for having your show because... I don't know it warms my heart to know that people are you know there's a place where you could watch and you could talk about what i love most in this world other than my pup dogs <laughs> is wrestling so i'm sending you guys i'm sending y'all nothing but love All right, botch. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> and botch. Of Hogan, uh, except for WCW, okay, I didn't like Hogan. I didn't respect Hogan. Okay. Huh? Coming back hot, huh? <laughs> okay. Till this day. Okay. I don't think he should be in anybody's Hall of Fame. Hogan, they say he made the business. No, Vince McMahon made the business. Okay, and that's all I have to say. Do you think Vince is out of touch? Um... Do I think Vince is out of touch? To a certain degree, he is. Okay. Uh, and Vince... Vince wants things his way. And it's his way or the highway. Okay. Um, and I know... Well, like why he went to sports entertainment as far as wrestling. Even though the WWE has wrestling in their name, Vince used sports entertainment or superstar. This have to do with uh, Vince basically years ago uh, there was a whole thing about wrestling being fake and being that Vince was the largest company at the time 
the WWE took the flat. Okay. And basically, he says, well, we're going to get away from wrestling, and we're going to call it sports entertainment. This way, we don't get the flat. And that's the reason why. Okay. Instead of having his wrestlers be called wrestlers, we're going to distinguish ourselves from the wrestling business by calling them superstars. Wow. A lot of great insight there. A lot of great insight. Um, All right. Well, this is a... Hear myself. Oh, oh. there's no feedback, Ravy. No, no. All right, no. Um, okay. Um, let's get into uh, some of the stuff that happened this week. We're not doing the normal review every show. Um, but uh, and my dad watches <coughs> everything. So um, hold on. Um, Bonji says, "Was that when a wrestler slapped a dude and got sued? Can't remember his name." Uh, was it David? Yeah, what's his name? Um, I know who you're talking about that interview where he was like, "Yeah, I think it's fake," and he just slapped him. Oh, then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, this was around that time. Okay, and a lot of incidents happen. Just like people think that, uh, Vince won. PG or he's cut down on the blood and everything because you know he became incorporated even JR spells that okay he says well they're a corporation but Vince they moved away before they incorporated from blood. Okay. They moved away from that. They moved away from the more violent aspect because Linda was running on, uh, she was running for an office. Okay. In Connecticut. And that's why they and they was going on a non-violence platform. That's why they moved away from that. It wasn't because they incorporated. Okay, that's a lot of garbage. It was simply a political move for Linda. And also, with that move, it allowed them to incorporate. I, I think you mean the publicly traded company? Is like what public yeah. Okay. Well, they went public in two thousand. So it wasn't it wasn't them going public that made um them cut down on the blood. It is what you and or every, not just the blood, but just go to PG in general. It it was because of Linda. That I mean, but they haven't really hid that. That's a that's a known fact that um they went to PG because of Linda running for office and they've been there ever since. Um, but at the same time, I think they also did it um, because it's easier to market to kids and mm. you make more money marketing to children. Right. Um, because when you can't have children watching the show, they don't come to the shows and they don't buy the merchandise and you kind of get two for the price of one in a sense, if you market to children. Right. You the kids can't buy their own tickets to the shows. So then they go to the parents and they want them to go to they want to go to the show. Well, if it's too violent and it's too, you know, adult, some adults don't want to take their kids to this type of show. So they found out that, well, if we market the children, the parents have to come either way, even if they don't want to watch WWE, the kids want to watch WWE. So now they have two tickets or possibly three. Or four, if you're making it a, a family event. So, right. And WWE, if you go to these shows, right? And I try to go to a lot of wrestling shows um, every year, especially like pre pandemic. But um, especially now that everything is open again, um, 
when you go to these shows, it's a very different. It's a very different atmosphere when you go to a WWE show versus when you go to like an AEW show or anything. Honestly, that's not WWE. Mm. You go to an indie show when you, when you go to WWE show, you know that you're at a family show. It's there's no question about it. it's a family show. So when people ask, oh, why can't they do blood? Oh, why can't they do this? Why can't they? Because it is a family show. It really is. It's a family show. And they started that before uh, Linda, because like I said, during the Hogan era, okay, they started it. That's why a lot of things became so hokey. Okay. Um, And if you ever notice, wrestlers that yeah, the Disney of pro wrestling. I forgot you could see I the saw, comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got my dad hosting the show. Yeah, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> but that's kind of true. Because if you ever notice the Harley races, the Dusty Roads, the Ric Flairs, all of them who came from NWA they became watered down when they went to the WWE. And for me, because I saw them in uh, NWA, okay, so I know when they came, they was watered down. Okay, you had Harley Race, who was a major player in uh, NWA. Okay. He comes to WWE and I hated him being King Harley Race wearing this crown and everything. That wasn't the Harley Race that I knew. Okay. The Harley Race I knew was a wrestler. He wasn't a, a, a an action figure. He was a wrestler. He went out there and he was a rough and tumble guy that you did not want to mess with. Okay. And the same as Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. <clears throat> because I saw Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair matches. I saw Harley Race and Ric Flair matches. Okay. They get to the WWE and it's like they're a bunch of wusses. You know, the WWE has always did that. Water down wrestlers. And that's why I hate when I see uh, a lot of good wrestlers go from Ring of Honor to uh, Ring of Honor, okay, uh, TNA. Impact Wrestling. Huh? Impact Wrestling. All those when I see them go there, I understand they're going there for the money and also they're going there because it's a big stage. But I know what w, uh, WE is going to do to a lot of them. And they may bring them in. It's the same thing. If you're not Raw or SmackDown, even if you NXT, you can be a, a, a star in NXT and they bring you to the main roster and you're not doing anything. We see it all the time. We see okay. it all the time. Look at Oscar. 
Well, no, Oscar, Oscar got got a push when she made it to the main roster. Oscar, I, I wouldn't say Oscar, but there's tons of. People. But what happened after she lost to Charlotte? Um, I mean, she went down the card a little bit, but then she won the title again. You know, I mean, so Oscar, Oscar's done pretty well. Um, she's a former tag team champion as well. Um, Oscar did pretty well. Uh, let me get to these questions. And uh, uh, this is a mass class of history of wrestling. I really appreciate this. Thank you, John. Thank you, and thank you, Dad, for being on the show. Um, okay, Ray asks if you could change the wrestling industry now, what would you change about it? Mm. The industry itself. Didn't nothing really. It's it's very okay. Today is a great time for wrestling because there's so many different promotions out there. Uh if you don't like this, you have this. And there's not too much of a change, okay, with the industry. <clears throat> All right, V, is there uh, something uh, you want to cover before we get out of here with uh, regards to this week um, um, in wrestling? Welcome back, Oscar. Welcome back, Oscar. <laughs> I'm just going to run it down. Welcome yeah. back, Oscar. Um, congrats to Scorpio Sky again. Which... Yeah. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them hot potato in the title, but I get it. It's not even that. It was the point of him losing just to win it again. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the issue that I have. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna say anything about the hot potato win because I would rather have a couple of quick, cool reigns instead of one boring long one. Yeah. So I can't be really too mad about that. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Welcome back, Oscar. Congrats, Scorpio Sky again. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, you're our guest. So, um, is there anything from this past week? Um, any show? Uh, I think we watched everything except NXT. Um, is there anything? Oh, John just says Dax and Cash gave us a classic, beautiful way to honor Brett. Oh, I yes, agree. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I have nothing. But praise for them. Okay. Uh, and I hope they don't go back to the WWE. Yeah, there's rumors that FTR is probably going to go back to uh, WWE when the <laughs> contract's up with um, AEW. Um, we'll see. Remains to be seen. Um, uh, CM Punk versus... Yeah, CM Punk versus Hangman. Main event for Double or Nothing. They're doing it. Yeah. Um, we'll have more on that, I'm sure. Um, is there anything? What happened on SmackDown? Was there anything on SmackDown? SmackDown was pretty forgettable. Um, you know, last week was really just a blur. In wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. blur. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, guys. Well, okay. Go ahead. Um, I was. Well, also, I want to talk about. Something that I'm happy about is that you have this more diversity in both companies, WWE and AEW. Because if you notice, all their champions, except for one, I'm going to say is people... Of color. Okay. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are the tag team champions. Okay, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> prayers to Hangman, by the way. I didn't know he tested positive for COVID, so um, prayers to oh, Hangman. Man. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, also, the WWE. Okay. Uh... Both of you, Universal and 
WWE champion. Okay, he's Samoan. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you have Naomi and uh, Sasha. Uh, who else? And go ahead. Nah, uh, Ray says, speaking of Oscar, she only gets the title when a company wants to transfer the women's title from a horsewoman to a horsewoman without having a horsewoman face each other. Um, that's I don't know. I, uh, is it? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, no. not disagreeing. I, I uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, all I'm gonna say is that a, I mean WWE, they never knew how to really book the Asian wrestlers. Ooh, come into the room. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They never knew how to book and AEW over books the Asian wrestlers. Okay. They they try too hard and WWE doesn't try at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why Nakamura shouldn't have won the WWE title at least once. Um, but uh, yeah. um, yeah, uh, if yeah, this... I'm telling the truth. It's, <laughs> you know, I'm not disagreeing. Um, well, guys, it on oh, Ray says, yeah, AEW does overbook Asian wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look. I don't have a problem with how AEW books their uh, their Asian wrestlers specifically. Um, they are getting better with the uh, the women's division, which is a good thing. Um, you are seeing more women on television each week, which is always a, a nice uh, change yeah. of pace. Um, and, excuse yeah. me, but I didn't mean that to with AEW. I didn't mean that. To let's say demean, I meant that in a way that they kind of cry too hard and they try too hard uh, to be diverse. Okay. Uh, and that that's kind of what I meant. Yes, I definitely mean the Jay Cargill batty section division, um, which I am looking forward to seeing this Friday on Rampage. We got, I oh. believe it's Jade Cargill's batty section, you know, with uh, mm -hmm. our girl Kiara Hogan and Red Whoa. Velvet versus Willow Nightingale, um, uh, Trisha Dora. Yes. And, and who else is in? There's one other person in the match. I, oh, God. Ah, I know it's Willow and Trisha. I cannot remember the third person. And I'm uh, going to be mad because I'm – Pretty sure <clears throat> it is. Oh, Sky, Sky, Sky Blue. Blue. Yeah. Sky Blue. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, I don't know if I'm gonna uh, be able to uh, win this match. Well, it looks like Kiara is gonna get a win. Yeah, finally on television, right? <laughs> on the rampage. Oh yeah, Ray says yes, Lord. What a match, Lord. Yes, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um. <laughs> Um, guys, you guys yeah. been great as always. Um, we're getting ready to get about it here. Um, it is late here on the East Coast, and uh, you know we have yeah. things to do tomorrow. So, um, Dad, thank you for being on the show. Um, we could talk to you for hours. You have so much knowledge. <laughs> um, you know you've seen so much happen in the business. Um. And well, the next time Vincent gonna ask me more questions. Uh King V's gonna ask you more questions. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I never met Vincent before, but um, unless you're talking about oh. Vincent, Vincent Kennedy, even then. Uh, oh, but, uh, yeah. Um, I know that one. Um, but yeah. So. Well. Uh, oh, it's like Elias's younger brother Ezekiel. I get it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. And that is Ezekiel. Okay, it's not Elias. Sure. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. All right. uh, uh, <laughs> look, I'm a I'm a Kevin Owens fan. Me too. Okay. So happy for Kevin. I'm big uh, on Kevin. Oh okay. boy. I I agree with Kevin. Thank I you, think John. Kevin is the only one who really sees the truth. Yeah, well, no, Kevin's wrong. Okay, and I, like, I like Kevin, but Kevin's wrong about this, all right? I no. sort of lied to Tuck the Test episode. It's Ezekiel. It's not a lie. It's Ezekiel. I saw it myself. They set it up. <laughs> no. Wrestling working us? No. Yes. Never. Never. Kayfabe is dead. Huh? What? Huh? What? 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 <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna get ready to get up out of here. Yeah, Bonji oh. says Elijah. Ezekiel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, oh. guys, we gotta get out of here. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Thank you, um, uh, where can they find the show and everything like that? V? Oh, take us home. Hey, that's yeah, me. Take us home. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> take us home. Yes. Okay, so you can find us. At Govinson underscore show on Instagram. Look what you did. <laughs> we'll edit it in post. <laughs> oh my god. And go for the pin on Govinson show on Twitter. God, I know things. And for me, <laughs> you can find me at King V underscore the ruler on Instagram and underscore watch my throne on Twitter. Mike? Yeah, it's uh, DJ Mikey Q on uh, Instagram. Oh, no, that's on Twitter. Uh, DJ Mikey Q on, on Twitter and Mike underscore EQ on Instagram. Um, if you want to give your social media, Dad, you can. If you don't, then they don't need it. But uh, it's all up well, to you. Well, I don't do much on social media. I just okay. look at it. <laughs> and then complain to you about uh, what people are saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is very true. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, Vera did come again this week, and um, yeah. oh, and I got out of there as soon as as soon as V came, I left. Uh thank you guys. Let's. Uh, <laughs> good night, yeah. everybody. Thank you. Um, we will see you guys next time for Go for the Pen. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>